Hey, do you guys like music? Love it. Of course. Uh, do you like uh, all kinds of music? Everything. Like... Lawrence Welk? Unique music Lawrence opportunities. Welk? Like Luka? Aerosmith? Sure. Like the Ramones? Oh my Hell gosh. Yeah. I only like the Ramones. Well, then you should hop on a podcast site right now, Missy, and download okay. Ramones of the Day with Philip and Molly. Okay. Where are you going? Because it's awesome and you need to I'm download sorry. and listen to it right now. Oh, don't pull out the poker. If you've never heard it before, get on a podcast website like Not iTunes or SoundCloud or anything else where you can download podcasts and listen to it where Philip and Molly take oh. all the Ramones song, one song per episode, and dissect it and look at the history of the song, how they came up with the lyrics, and all sorts of Why interesting are you information. On the table? Because You're... the world needs to know. Everybody, welcome to Weisenheimer, the podcast. You have made it to episode 62. What? what? Hi. Coming in your face. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> I am one of your very clean hosts, Brent Tubbs. I'm the uh, middle of the Oreo of comedy, Leslie Mitchell. And I'm the podcast fluffer, Jeff DeLeon. As always, this is a completely improvised podcast. We get suggestions from a couple different places. We could even go off your phone, we right, with the random word generator. Yep, random word generator. Possible song coming there, too. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Look forward to that. Or some quirky moments in history that come from my phone. Mm-hmm. Critics we love that. may even just grab a current event. And react to that and improvise around that as well. And lots of rave reviews with that. Regardless, mm-hmm. the results are that we improvise narratives based on these suggestions and it's completely made up. Before alarm clocks, back in the day, they had a couple devices that they would use to wake people up so that they could go to work and things like that. Mm-hmm. One was called a candle clock where um, a candle would sit on a piece of metal and there were little notches and based on the candle's burning rate would would decipher time. So if a candle okay. burned, uh, an hour would go by, another hour, another hour. And if you wanted to set an alarm, you would push a nail into the desired mark and when it, it fell to that point, the nail would drop to the metal bottom piece making a noise. And so people would wake up. Hmm. So that was a way. And then there was also a person that would be hired by a company, let's say, and they were called a knocker up. (laughs) So, yeah, a knocker up. They would walk uh, along the apartment buildings or homes of people that worked for the company with long sticks and start banging on their windows to Hmm. wake them up to go to work. (laughs) That's what they did before alarm clocks. This would be in the 1920s. Thank you so much for letting me in here. I, you know, being a door-to-door salesman nowadays, you just don't get invited inside very right, much. So thank right. you. But I got, I got this great product. That I really think you guys are gonna love. It's called the Hot Feet. Hot Feet. Okay, so uh, you know, nowadays, like, there's so much technology. There and, is. I mean, there's just it's noise, right? It's a lot of noise. Oh. Rather than set your alarm in the morning. Right? Because no one likes to wake up with that jittery feeling that jumps you awake, right? No one likes that. So um, 
So this one's called the Hot Feet, and what you do is uh, you take this matchbook, um, you take huh. a, a, a couple pieces of loose paper. Everyone has loose paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start the paper on fire before you go to bed at night. Mm. Um, you kind of set it in a, a, a corner. If you have tile, that's preferable, but it'll work anywhere. You set that in there, the corner. You go up, tuck yourself in the bed. That fire will burn through the night. Um, and come morning time, um, a, hmm. there'll be a good blaze going, mm-hmm. and you'll feel that heat on your feet. Boom. You wake up. And you sell the matchbooks. I sell the matchbooks. Not only... Let me hear your thoughts. You know, that's what I'm here for. Let me hear your questions. Well, Let me hear yeah. Your thoughts. I mean, we have alarm clocks. Mm-hmm. We have our iPhones Don't on them. our bed. We have one of these... Oh, I love what we got for Christmas for my, my parents, which is it basically emulates the sun rising. Oh, so when okay. the time uh, comes and the sun's about to rise, it literally uh, will artificially, of course... Emulate the sun slowly mm-hmm. rising no, so yeah, that you can have this most refreshing, I'm sorry. slow wake up. I'm and sorry. there's there's no, there's no safety. I'm issue. sorry, ma'am. I don't mean to be rude, but oh. that's Bert's. Bert stole that idea from me um, because, as you can Bert? see, with my yeah, Bert. Bert and I go way back. We got uh, it for Christmas. I don't know. As you can see. Uh, well, Bert's the one that came up with the idea of okay. that artificial sunlight. With the, I, the, I don't hold any resentment, but technically he stole the idea from me. If you notice, uh, when you light the fire, that is an artificial sunrise. The the fire will light your entire house. So, it's, but won't it damage your house? Uh, well, like it's, how many uses can I get from this book of matches? Well, there's 20 matches in there. Right, but there's only one bedroom. Wouldn't it destroy the bedroom? How do I how do I extinguish the fire? Ma'am, like I would shut off in, my alarm. You're clock. getting into logistics here. You're mm. missing the point. What yeah. it does is it wakes you up. True. The heat from the fire. Wouldn't the and smoke, the light from the fire wakes you up? Wouldn't the smoke? Well, I know you have a beautiful uh, ranch, a one-story ranch home here. Yes. So the heat, the the smoke will rise up to the attic, and it won't actually get into your room. If say you had like a third store, a three-story house, all that smoke would go straight up. Yes. I can't. Uh, I can't argue. But with I do that, have a but... ceiling. I would. It, the smoke would stay in the ceiling. Right. But you have. And I couldn't stop <laughs> the fire when the morning would come. <laughs> I'm not. So... I'm not one to argue with and you. And chances but... are, could, my entire house could... would go up in flames. Well, do you it have could any get other? Up into the attic. Do you have any just, other just uh, inventions? I do. I do. I do. Okay. You're not a fan <laughs> of the hot feet. Okay. Not a fan of the hot. Not feet. Not a fan of the hot feet. Uh, okay. This one is called the. Um, uh, it's called the knocker up. The knocker up. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, what it is, hold on one second. I, I got to bring this bag. I left this bag on the porch. I gotta okay, pull, sure, hold on please. It's a little heavy. Okay. You uh, want to say I told you so, don't you? Okay. All right. Yes. Let me unzip it here. Watch out. Okay. Whoa. All right. It is uh, it, it is a midget. Okay. Um, that is a midget. It's a midget. And he... Or dwarf. Or dwarf. Um... He doesn't talk Magical much. creature? He, he, what, well, he, they don't like that. Um, just so, uh, just so, it's like a, a newspaper boy. You know the newspaper boy goes around every morning and delivers the newspaper, right? Mm. Okay, this one, this knocker up, he, you set a time that you want him to show up. Okay. He has a giant stick. Okay. Giant, okay? Um, and he runs around. Um, typically he's in a van and it's a side opening van. He'll jump out of the van, run up, and he'll shove this giant stick through your window. Oh. That wakes you right up. Start the day. There you go. Two questions. Okay. Shoot. That's what what I'm here for. What wakes him up? What wakes him up? Yes. Uh, he uses the hot feet. He did? Yeah. Okay. Um, and 
Uh, wouldn't he break my window? Ma'am, uh, okay. <laughs> like I said, okay, he puts the giant stick through the window. That would break it. Uh, you can def uh, devise whatever uh, conclusion you want from that. That would break my window. It I would, would need wake to replace you up. it that. It would wake it you would up. It would definitely wake me up. Well, I'm going to use an alternative fact uh -huh. and just say that the stick is going to go through the window. What if I said to you, mm -hmm. I not only have an alarm clock mm -hmm. at, on my nightstand, okay. but I also have my iPhone. Yeah, and then I also have... Ma'am, um, let me ask you... What is something in your life that you do not have that you think, you know what, I would love to have something like that? Uh, you know what, our doorbell is not the greatest. Right. I, I would love a, a better doorbell. Okay, let me let me grab something for Thank you. you. Hold on. Well, ma'am, we were able to salvage a safe in the basement. Mm -hmm. As you can see, the frame of the house is still, well, it's probably going to fall here in another hour. So that's unstable as um, well. Yeah, so the safe in the basement we were able to salvage. Um, I don't know how to break this to you, but... We found the skeletal remains of two midgets um, oh God. that were fused together. Uh, they were in some. They were fused yeah, together. Yeah, the heat fused their 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 bodies together. They were in a crouched position. Yeah. And one of them was stuck to a stick that was in the window, and uh, we we traced the origin of the fire uh, to your to your doorbell. Yeah. Um, now. Is it my understanding that your doorbell, it, it just was a book of matches? I would like the insurance record to be shown mm -hmm. that I did not ask for a free trial period. Mm -hmm. But apparently, my doorbell, indeed, was a book of matches. Okay. And it was, I was told I would be getting magical creatures, not midgets. I'm sorry, you were told you were going to be getting what? Magical creatures. But yes, all of those things uh, had to do with my doorbell. Okay. So then the source of the second fire, which the second fire? took out the entire backyard as oh, well as God. your garage. Yes. Uh, we were able to, I mean, again, just piece together with the remains that we could find here. Uh, there was something stuck in the corner that looked like it had also been lit on fire. Okay. Um, um, I'm not, we honestly can't make out what the hell it was because it looked like it went up so damn fast. Um, but, uh, yeah, that burned straight through the wall, and the remnants fell onto the grass, which then set the grass on fire and leaked back. So, basically, we had two uh, two points of incendiary activity, which uh, resulted in the uh, loss of your home, the loss of your lawn, the loss of your garage, the deaths of two midgets. Magical creatures. Uh, hey there. Hey there, guys. Thought I... I Thought I'd let myself in, oh. considering there's no oh. door. Yeah. Did right. you check in with the officers at the front? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. Okay. We I go we go way back. I just wanted to check in yeah. and see how the free trial period was going. Obviously, it went bad. Looks Obviously, like it went well to and me. And I did not ask for the trial. Sir, period. what is your name? Uh, my name is Todd. Todd. Oh, God. Todd. Door to door salesman. Door to door. Or in this case, oh. front porch salesman. Front porch salesman. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Listen, uh... Yeah, I did not ask for a trial period. I said, we'll I, see. I said, I'll throw I that in. I said, we'll see. You're not... Uh, no. Todd McPherson, it. are you? The one and only. Todd McPherson. How do you get up in the morning? Uh, no! Oh my. No! Can you help with this for me for one second? Sure. Thanks. Yeah. 
Sir, you've been served. There is a patent pending on the Flame On doorbell by Mr. Burt. Oh, This has man. a patent pending? No. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. And no. we've been on to you for two years. Burt can't do this. You've been served. We used to be partners. He stole that idea from me. Sorry, ma'am. I'm also notary of the Republic as well as work for a loss firm. So. This is BS. Um, you've been served. You're due in court in a week. <clears throat> Ma'am, I'm sorry for the loss of your home. We'll get this down to the office and see if there's anything we can do for you. But I'm going to eBay the carcasses of those magical creatures and get some money back. Again, they're just midgets. They're magical yeah, creatures. They're, they're midgets. I'm going to strap a unicorn horn on their foreheads. <laughs> Chosen, purple, bat, hmm. like B-A-T, bat. As opposed to the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, opposed to the other bat. Right. Yeah. Oh, that bat. Yeah. All right, I, I, got, I follow you. I bat. Follow. I played an entire Little League season, and I was admittedly afraid of the ball. Like, I was, I, I would not swing the bat. Like, I would just try not to get hit by the ball. Yeah. I'd stand in the box as far away as possible. I was what they called an easy out. Literally that winter, a guy moved into our neighborhood and he used to coach baseball like at like some other town in like Missouri or something like that. And so, of course, we got to be family. You know, we got to know everybody in the neighborhood, got to be friends. And my mom's like, well, my son's like trying to learn baseball and trying to play. And he's like, yeah, I'll help him out. I'll help him out. So he took me to the batting cages and like I'd never hit a ball before. <laughs> And he was so patient and so just encouraging with it. And, like, I mean, even, like, in the pitching machine, I was afraid I was going to get drilled. So yeah. I was still, like, getting out of the way. So we probably spent three months just practicing trying to hit and, and everything. And I started to get the timing down. I started to be able to see the ball better and everything. So cut to first game of the season. <laughs> I get up to bat. And he's there, like, with my mom, like, cheering me on and everything. And I get up. I'm in the box and everything. First pitch, I shut my eyes and swing that bat. Bing! I'm like, what? And I open my eyes, the ball sails over second base, you know, just far enough to the left that it's going to go past the, uh, the, the center fielder and everything. And I'm just standing there watching it. And I hear my coach, run! So I take off running. And, of course, we were like, what, nine? You know, I mean, we were really young at that age. So I run, I get past first, and I get past second. And, or I stay at second and everything, and I'm just feeling like, yeah, like, yeah, whatever. And then my mom was like, and the stands, and she told me out of that, she was like, yes, this is the start of something. Like, this is it. You know, he's going to be better, better. <laughs> Never hit the ball again the rest of the season. <laughs> Talking like 10 more games. I, I think I foul tipped one, and I still just could not connect. Welcome, gentlemen, to the United States Army. Sir, yes, sir. That's what I want to hear. Let's go, son. Here you have in front of you what we call in the United States Army the M16. It is a weapon of lethal proportions. Get to know this weapon. This will be your friend. This will be your girlfriend. This will be your lover. Okay, now what you want to do is take the gun, and you're going to click the bottom, and you're just going to put the clip right up in there, okay? Just kind of like, like it's hugging each other, okay? When okay. you take that okay. clip into the butt of the gun, you want to slam it in there like it is a cock 
finding its pussy. Or just click it like they're hugging each other, you know, just like I found my forever partner. Whatever works. Uh, okay. You want to yeah. click it in there like I paid $50 for this, bitch? Get in here now. So, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just, just. You too. Yes. Yes, sir. I am a sergeant as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, sir. Just <clears throat> click it in there, okay. and then you're going to aim at the targets right. that are down there. And hey, huh? you do your best. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You do your best because you are a United States Army officer. I know. You represent what is good and decent about being an American. You are a protector of American society and values. Do not underestimate your worth. Mm-hmm. Sir, yes, sir. And you're also compassionate to those who seek help. That's true. Never forget that. Yeah. You will blow the brains out of the first terrorist you see, and you will shit down their neck. Okay. Yes. Just make sure it's a terrorist and not a civilian. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Just watch out for that. Make sure that this weapon is is ready to go. Look down at that target. Do you not see that that target is a terrorist? Sir. Yes, sir. Looks like a hay barrel, sir. Anybody that does not look like you is a terrorist, is an enemy! Okay, well, not quite the truth there, stretching just a little bit. But if you look down for this exercise, the barrels will be considered enemies at this point. But should you find yourself in combat, they may not all be enemies, okay? Just remember that. Should you you find yourself in combat, everyone is an enemy until likewise noted. Unless it is a man to your left and the man to your right, and those are your best friends. Sir, yes, sir. Or, you know, like it's a kid or a dog or something. You know, maybe may show some restraint. Sir, so. thank you, sir. Sure. So just point down. Kids and out. dogs are the worst of them. If they have any suspicious behavior, you shoot to kill, soldier. Sir, yes, sir. Yeah, if they're suspicious, you know, just be, be wary. You know, be smart about it. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Sir, thank you, sir. Cut to the deepest depths of the red zone in Afghanistan. All right, guys, this is it. Yeah, man, we better be careful the next 100 meters this of this. This is what we trained for. Yeah, that's what that sign back there said. I translated it. It said danger. So, I mean, Let's just yeah. be careful on our on our hump. Okay. Okay. Whew. All right, well, what, is, what does Sergeant tell us to do? Um, First he told us to blow the brains off of the head. Yeah. Shit down their neck. Yeah. But we need to center ourselves first, right? Right. Okay. Then, yeah. We need to take deep breaths and oh, right, right. caress the barrel right. and gingerly right. place our finger on the trigger. Right. Before we rape the forehead with our bullets. Right. We gingerly, yeah, enter its the, the bullet into its face? Yeah, yeah into its yeah. face. Before we yeah. fuck the eye holes. Right, like, the, like a $50 whore that we purchased in Taiwan. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that would be... Or an old sock that served its purpose that we're, we just don't have any use for anymore. And so right. it's time right. to send it on right. its way. But right. first, make sure they're not civilians. Oh, my God. True. There's yeah. a kid and a dog. Uh, oh. What do we, up ahead. Wait, what do we do? Shit. Do we, okay. Shit. Do we, Shit. Or are we supposed do to fuck them up? Do we... Do we... Are we fuck a skull up with a bullet? Or do, are we, we, do we breathe? Are we smart? That kid's got a soccer ball. It could be a soccer ball. It could be a bomb. It could be, it could be a soccer bomb. It could be a soccer bomb. Shit. And look at that dog. I mean, he's peeing everywhere. Yeah, he's clearly sick. It could be acid pee. He could be clearly sick. Sergeant would definitely think that that was an acid dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I maybe we should just shoot them both. Oh my god, uh, the dog is now fucking the soccer ball. Oh, oh man. well, the, what does that mean? And the kid looks upset. 
Well, remember what Sergeant said. We're, it's about love. That's right. But then the other Sergeant said it's about killing. Right. Raping people with bullets. Uh, what's oh, the God. best way to be an know. American? I don't know what to I do. I want to be a good American. I don't know what to do. Let's, uh, let's just make a choice and decide later. Uh, cut to the court-martial in Washington, D.C. one year later. Record show that you three soldiers allowed a dog and a soccer ball to blow up an entire Afghan town. You just sat there in yoga positions 100 meters away and watched. Well, that's that's not what entirely say you? that's not entirely true. Yeah. Well, that's not exactly how it went down. How did it go down in your own words? <sighs> okay. Well, we saw the dog started to make love. Is that yeah. the proper term? I, yes. And I know I wasn't breathing right. I just didn't feel like I was so breathing. So soccer ball. Yeah. I started to meditate mm-hmm. to, just to hope that what we should do would come to me mm-hmm. in its own time. You know, I right. didn't want to rush anything. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I wanted to treat that bomb like a $50 hooker, but I really actually only had 20 bucks on me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, who's going to, what hooker is going to do anything with 20 bucks? Mm-hmm. Right. And then I was asking myself, like, am I the gun or is the gun the gun? You know, who's really killing people? Uh, I thought right? we, I thought mm-hmm. we decided the gun was the gun. Well, right. I started it, thinking though, like, is the gun the gun? Am I the gun, or is the United States of America the gun? Like oh. one big gun, right? We're in the this big situation. guns, yeah. yeah. And that just makes you not want to breathe properly. Yeah, right. it definitely threw the rhythm off. I mm-hmm. would say. Yeah, and I think that's the point where we all we all joined hands. Yeah, well, for, and then first I took out all of my essential oils. Right. And I right. put those on uh, right. the back of everyone's necks yeah. just to kind of help calm the us Dutera. down. So we put the Duteras on the backs of our neck and right. it really just like, I mean, I think we all calmed way true. down. Very mm-hmm. true. Like yeah. Felt... Was that cedarwood or? It was lavender, cedarwood, mm-hmm. and a lang-a-lang. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh, but your honor, so uh, then what happened was um, two midgets ran through the town and they they threw a stick through. Right. I'd like to uh, say that they were uh, magical creatures. Well, see, now. And then, and that's and where we started our debate. Yeah. That's yes. when we started a, a We debate. got distracted. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I feel like my Tuesday is going to be just that much better because Mm. I heard that podcast. Me too. Yeah. And like always, Weisenheimer the Podcast is sponsored by the Studio Series, hosted by the Establishment Theater in downtown Rock Island, Illinois. Tell us what's happening this weekend, Jeff. Well, um, now we all know last Friday Mm -hmm. was a brand new show called Patty Murphy is Dead. Patty. And Patty... Patty Murphy is dead. Mm-hmm. And, and he it, is dead, but it, it was really funny. It, it was awesome, and it kicked ten kinds of ass. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. So following on that little momentum is another brand new show on this Friday, February 3rd. It's a show called Full Disclosure. And uh, Full Disclosure, every show will feature a different special guest. And this Friday special guest is a stand-up comedian, very well known throughout Iowa City and the Quatsi area, named Bobby Ray Bunch. And so the show is Full Disclosure with Bobby Ray Bunch. Bobby's going to come in. uh, We're going to get a suggestion from the audience. And Bobby's going to tell a story 
um, based off of that suggestion, something that really happened in his life. Sounds so awesome. It's going to be a really, really fun time. Like I said, Friday, February 3rd. And on Saturday, February 4th, you're listening to us now mm-hmm. on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about seeing us live in person? Fuck what? Yes. I wonder what they look like in real life. Me too. I bet that Brent is a tall, like six foot. Five? At least. At no? least six foot five. Yeah. And I and bet that Leslie is a tall six foot five. At mm-hmm. least. At least. At least. Mm-hmm. With a kick ass rack. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I bet that Jeff DeLeon mm-hmm. is like five four. But beard kind of cock. Yeah. And that's being generous. <laughs> yeah. Like you they can don't see call it him pants. tripod for nothing. We're putting that's John right. Ham on notice right about now. That's right. Mm-hmm. And you can see all of that. <laughs> all of it. The the the, the for show. The low, low the, price yeah, yeah. of five dollars. <laughs> for the five dollars. Weisenheimer live on stage at the establishment Saturday night, 930. First Saturday of every month. Mm. Come out and see us in person. Say, hey, I listen to the podcast. Uh, I love it or hate it. Yeah, give us a high five after the show. And, and say one of you isn't really six foot five, are you? Yeah, but one of you does have a huge cock. <laughs> oh, I thought And we... it ain't Brent. And it ain't me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We're so glad that you listen. Give us a like on iTunes or SoundCloud. Let us know that you're listening and that you like us because we don't really have that much to live for in life, and, and it would be nice to know. Mm-hmm. But um, have a great rest of your week. And see ya next. Hear ya. Hear ya. Mm, got it. Nailed it. Mm. Hear yeah, ya perfect. next week. We're not going to edit around this at all. <laughs> no. Please. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>we uh we did get uh we did get the safe the safe was fireproof thank you um so if you know the combo you can get into there hopefully you let me me open it up that's about it it's open okay that's what i thought was in there i wasn't sure but oh yeah it's the uh operating guide to our snowblower Mm mm-hmm